Our story today is called, Why Couldn't We Heal Him? And you can find it three places in the Gospels, in Mark 9, verses 14 to 32, Matthew 17, verses 14 to 20, and in Luke 9, verses 37 to 43. Well, after Jesus, and of course, James, Peter, and John, came down the mountainside, they saw the other nine disciples surrounded by a large crowd. And in that crowd were some Jewish leaders, and they were arguing with the disciples. Well, as soon as the people saw Jesus coming down, they ran to him, the whole crowd, everyone, seemed to be trying to talk and tell him something at the same time. Jesus raised his hand, silence, silence. And when the crowd quieted, he said, What are you arguing about? But before anybody could really answer him, a man ran forward, dragging a young boy with him. And the boy, he was screaming and kicking and trying to bite the man. But the man held on to the boy. And when they came close, the man set, fell on his knees before Jesus, his face lined with worry. And he said, Master, look at my son, my only child. You could see the love for his son in the man's face. Please have mercy on him. He is troubled by an evil spirit. Sometimes he cannot speak. Other times he cries out suddenly. The evil spirit tears at him dashing him to the ground, foaming and grinding his teeth. And it throws my son into fires and water to kill him. I brought him to your disciples for healing, but they could not cast out that evil spirit. And while the man was talking, the young boy continued screaming and kicking, trying to run away, tripping and falling and screaming endlessly. Jesus turned to his disciples and said, Why is your faith so small? He sighed. How much longer must I be with you until you learn? How much longer do I need to be patient with you? You know, he had been on the mountain for a short time. And this is what happens. Would they never be able to carry on without him? Jesus really was troubled by these thoughts. And then he turned to the father of the boy and said, Lift up your son. Bring him here close to me. Well, that was easier to say than it was to do because as the man started forward, the evil spirit inside that boy had a huge fit, throwing him to the ground, tearing at his hair, screaming, rolling, and foaming at the mouth. Jesus lifted his voice so the father could hear for him above the racket. How long has he been like this? The father shouted back. Since he's been a tiny child, it has been like this. It often tries to destroy him, throwing him into a fire or water. Can you help my son? Please have mercy on him and cast out this evil spirit, please. Can I? You ask, replied Jesus, 
Do you know that all things are possible to those who have faith in me? Well, immediately the father cried out to Jesus, Master, I have faith, but supply whatever faith I lack. Please help my son, please. Jesus looked around and he saw that the crowd, it was growing larger, and he spoke to the evil spirit. Dumb and deaf spirit, come out of this child and never ever again enter into him. Never. Then that evil spirit screamed even louder, shook the boy's body so hard, his head hit the ground with a thud and his eyes rolled back. And then the boy lay quiet and still. And for a long time, everyone stood silently, watching, waiting. What was going to happen? A murmur started to rise among the crowd. And one of the disciples spoke up. He's dead. I think he's dead. But Jesus, Jesus did not answer. He reached down and took the young boy's small, thin hand in his and lifted him up. Everyone watched. Would the boy stand on his own or would he fall back down to the ground? Jesus let go of the boy's hand, and for a moment, the boy stood still, not moving. Then, his chest rose and fell as he breathed deeply and made a slight gesture, as if he was going to wipe tears from his face. He looked around, and all eyes were looking back at him. He saw his father standing there, and the man, the man in front of him said, Here is your son. He is made well. Go home in peace. And that boy, standing there, realized he was set free from that evil spirit, never to be tormented by it again. Oh, the father reached out and hugged his son, laughing and crying. He could see he was healed. And arm in arm, they started walking home, so anxious to show the boy's mother. Her son, her only child, whole and healthy as he had never been before. What a miracle. And as that crowd started to disperse, you could hear people talking about the powerful healing they had just witnessed. They were totally amazed. No one had ever done things like this before. No one. Well, as Jesus and his disciples went into their house, his disciples asked, why couldn't we cast out that evil spirit? Why? After all, if you remember, it was not that long ago that Jesus had sent them out 
two by two, and they could do all kinds of miracles, healing all kinds of diseases and casting out demons. Why couldn't they do it this time? Why? They did not understand. And Jesus had to explain. This kind of spirit, a strong and evil spirit in a boy for a very long time, can only be sent out through prayer and a powerful faith in God. And I'm just going to insert here some translations say with prayer and fasting. Jesus continued, you were lacking in faith. Nothing is impossible if you have great faith. And Jesus knew they needed to increase their faith, build their faith, for there was a tremendous job waiting for them when he would not be with them. And Jesus asked his disciples, remember when you asked me what I meant when I said I would be raised from the dead? Yes, yes, they shook their heads, they remembered. I want you to understand that the time is coming when I will be betrayed. People will turn against me and I will be given into the hands of men and they will kill me. But after three days, I will rise again and I'll be alive. Let all of this that I say to you sink down deep into your hearts so you can understand. Well, the disciples, most of all, they were filled with sadness and grief when Jesus said that he would be betrayed and die. That's all they could think about. And they really, they did not understand what he meant when he talked about being resurrected. But they were afraid to ask him to explain. It really was too much for them to take in. It really was. Well, that is our story for today. And sometimes, you know, it is hard for me to have such strong faith too. And when I read the Bible about future events that are supposed to happen way ahead of time here, you know, it is really hard for me to understand. Yes. You know, we can't see those future events just like the disciples in Jesus' day could not see the future of Jesus when he would suffer and die and be resurrected. They couldn't see it. Never happened before. And you know, when we read this story, how he resurrected, in a sense, or healed, I guess I should say, healed a young boy and tells them the future. And it all happens. The healing happened and the future did happen. They came to see it later. You know, we have to be just like them and we have to build our faith and we have to believe too. Well, next time our story will be about a temple tax. I wonder what a temple tax really is. We'll have to wait and find out.